Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Without a doubt, we live in a troubled world. Things are going crazy. Up is down, down is up, and we are basically inside out. These are the days when we're calling evil good and good evil. I'm sure that if you're not, don't have your head buried in the sand, you're aware of all that's going on. Well, uh, there is hope, and, and I want to get to that. But before we get to that, we cannot go past reality. We've got to face and acknowledge reality. And there's some things that I would share with you in that line. First of all, it is a reality that the world is not a friend of Jesus and his followers. Would you agree with that? Jesus said in John chapter 15 verses 18 and 19, and he spoke this on the night uh, of his death. If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. We have to understand that as followers of Christ, we are not going to win a popularity contest. And what we stand for is very much in the minority. Here in the United States of America, we have been spoiled. We uh, are in a country that was founded on the Judeo-Christian ethic. And now in this cultural revolution that is happening right before our eyes, uh, we see things turning away from that. And anything that uh, looks like it uh, is attached to the Judeo-Christian ethic is being challenged and even uh, the attempt to wipe it out. And, and uh, so those of us that have gotten used to living in a friendly environment, we've got to acknowledge that it is turning and that really the way much of the world has lived ever since Jesus came and left this earth uh, in, in environments that are not friendly to Jesus and to his followers, uh, now we're beginning to experience that and it won't get better. I can tell you that. And that, that uh, brings me to the second reality. And that reality is this. The, the real kingdom is not the United States of America and it's not human government. Now, I'll hasten on to say that according to Romans 13, God is the one that institutes and sets up human government and we are to honor it. We're not to be anarchists. We're to honor and, and obey human government as long as they do not tell us to directly disobey God. But human governments come and they go. And uh, there is uh, the, no greater example of that than the Roman Empire, great world power, in power for hundreds of years. But it imploded. It basically uh, ate itself up and it went away. And, and we who are enjoying 244 years of, of uh, independence and history here in the United States of America, a uh, relatively young country in, in relation to many other countries of the world, uh, if we think that it, it's going to go on forever, we're sadly mistaken. Now, I'm a patriot. And I love the United States of America, and I have military family, and, and I'm fully in support of, of them. But I also am a realist, and I understand that this kingdom will fall. 
but there is a greater kingdom and I'm a citizen of that greater kingdom it's the kingdom of heaven and and that's that's the the one that will stand and it'll stand forever but then there is a third reality, and you listen very closely to this. The, the so-called culture wars that are happening now, particularly here in the United States, that's the one I'm most familiar with. These so-called cultural wars are, are uh, being lost. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And, and I'm going to tell you, uh, they manifest themselves in the political arena. You know, it's left versus right, Democrat versus Republican, um, and, and uh, conservative versus liberal, and on and on it goes. And it's a nasty battle. And, and, and I want to tell you, that is just symptomatic of the real battle that's going on. And the real battle is between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And right now, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of darkness is reigning supreme in the world as we know it. That doesn't mean that God is not sovereign or in control. It doesn't mean that he's lost control at all or that he's caught off guard or by surprise because God is permitting this in these moments. But I want to tell you uh, that war that is being lost... Uh, at the moment actually will ultimately be won when Jesus, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, comes back again and, and when He sets up His eternal kingdom. I, I want you to know that in the end, right wins. In the end, righteousness wins. The kingdom of light wins. And really, that win is already, it's already been won at the cross of Calvary uh, in reality, but in, in practicality, it's not fully implemented at this point in the game. And you know, one of the things that really concerns me is seeing believers, fellow believers, caught up in this temporary cultural war and seeing how they take sides politically uh, to the point that they get involved in needless arguments that the scriptures tell us that we need to stay away from. And we, we get mean, mean like the world, and we throw uh, um, darts at each other and at, at the other side, and, and it is dishonoring to the Lord, and, and it's a waste of time. Get out of the cultural war and find out where God wants you. And the Word of God tells that, and we're going to get to that. Well, there is a final and fourth reality that I want to mention before I go on, and it is this. We who are followers of Christ, those of us who have truly been genuinely, genuinely converted, born again, saved, uh, we are aliens. Aliens. The Word of God in 1 Peter um, chapter 1, Peter writes that whole letter, as a matter of fact, First Peter, to those that he addresses there in chapter 1, verse 1, as aliens scattered throughout, and then he mentions some geographical areas. And in that particular case, these were believers... Uh, probably Jewish believers that had uh, been scattered throughout what is now modern-day Turkey, and they were uh, scattered because of the coming persecution, uh, particularly by Rome, and 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 uh, and they were aliens in the sense that they were in a country that was not their own, but they had settled in there and began to develop ties there in that aliens in a country not their own. But there was a bigger picture too. Not only were they aliens uh, literally and physically on earth in a geographical location, but they were aliens in that they were citizens of heaven. 
Every truly converted follower of Jesus Christ has a permanent citizenship in heaven. Now, we can be good citizens, and we should be. If we're following Scripture, if we're honoring God, we would be good citizens here in whatever country that we are aligned with. I want to make that very clear. But that citizenship is secondary, and it is temporary uh, in relation to our permanent citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. We are aliens. We are temporary residents in a temporary country, and we are headed to a country that is permanent and to a kingdom that's permanent. And, of course, that is the eternal kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that kingdom will have a king. He will be king of kings and lord of lords and, and forever will reign, and we are a part of that. And we have to understand that. And I, and I really hope that, that we do. Well, in, in Peter, he wrote to them and he said, Look, you have all these blessings. And I would encourage you to read First Peter chapter 1, the entire chapter when you get a chance. I'm not going to take the time here on this uh, podcast to do that. But uh, throughout chapter 1, Peter talks about the blessings, the advantages that we have. Even though we're aliens, even though we're temporarily away from our permanent home, we have been blessed here in our temporary home with many blessings. And he enumerates them. But then he comes down to uh, chapter 1, verse verse number 13. And he says, therefore. Uh, and, and that therefore is there for a reason. Uh, therefore, prepare your minds for action. Therefore, in light of all the blessings that God has poured into your life as as aliens, temporary aliens. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought about uh, to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That is a powerful statement. And so what uh, Peter is saying there is this. uh, In light of all that God has done for you, you have to have this mindset. You've got to prepare your mind for action. So we're not going to isolate ourselves. We're not going to get off in a corner and just wait for the coming of Jesus or wait for the day that we go to heaven through the means of death. We don't just do that, but we prepare our minds for action. We keep sober in spirit. Uh, to be sober in, in spirit, you, we know what it means to be drunk, to under the influence of, of something like a, a drug or alcohol, to be totally under the influence, to be drunk, and the scriptures tell us not to do that. We know what it means to to be sober, to be free and clear and have a clear mind. And in this particular case, he's not talking directly about alcohol or drugs, but he's talking about anything that gets to us in the world, that distracts us, that gets us caught up. Be sober-minded. Don't get caught up in all of these things that that can uh, confuse us and that can get us sidetracked. But, but prepare your mind. Be sober in spirit. Realize that this is a battle. This is a fight. Later on, Peter says, your enemy me, Satan, the devil, is walking about like a a prowling lion, a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He wants, Satan wants to get you off base. He can't take your salvation away. And unless the Lord permits, he can't take your life away. Uh, But he sure can take your joy and your victory, and he can take your testimony uh, if you give it to him. Uh, Satan wants to devour us, but be sober, be alert. Uh, The scripture goes on, and then it says, fix your hope. 
And here it is. You know, we talked about all those sad realities uh, that, uh, of, of what's going on now and, and the cultural wars and the inside out and the up is down and down is up and, and, and all that's going on in this nasty old environment that we find ourselves but I want to tell you uh, the bad news. We don't stop with the bad news. The good news is we fix our hope, fix our hope completely. There's a word that we need to catch completely. Fix our hope completely on the grace to be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. In other words, we need to look at the long view, at the end game. Right now, the cultural war is being lost. Right now, things are turning upside down. It looks like Satan is winning. It looks like evil's winning. We don't have, we're not friends with the world. The world, if we stand for what is right, they hate us. But the good news is, Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. We talk about justice a lot these days, and we should. God is a God of righteousness. God is a God of justice. And when Jesus comes again, justice will be completely and totally and, and fairly administered. And that justice is, is not going to look pretty for those that have rejected Jesus Christ. And that's the majority. For those that haven't turned to the way of the Lord, uh, that justice is going to come and come swiftly. But I want you to know that for those of us that follow the Lord Jesus Christ, that are citizens of the eternal kingdom of Jesus Christ, when Jesus comes, that's just the beginning of joy for us. Fix your mind, fix your hope on, uh, on that which is to be revealed when Jesus comes. There is hope and I hope that we won't get lost in the dirty details of this life and get ourselves wrapped up in things that we shouldn't. Christian friend, stop it. Just stop it. Get away from it. Uh, don't waste your time, but rather be a godly light and get, look for opportunities to lovingly share the good news that Jesus died to pay for sins and anyone that comes to Him can be forgiven and can have eternal life. Be an ambassador for the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't be an, a, a debater and someone that argues over things that are going to pass away anyhow. But fix yourself on the eternal picture. Well, I hope that this is encouraging to you today. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.